and welcome to Big Gay Energy. I'm Bree. I'm Theora. And I'm Caitlin. Come along with us while we dive into the fun and nuances of queer media. Representation matters, and we're here to talk about it. All right, and so now we will enter, uh, we will leave the land of reality and move on to the land of dreams. Oh my God! (laughs) (laughs) Not a clown, Theora! Okay, listen, so we're moving into basically non canon or. Or crack ships. And and the reason if you're not if you're listening and don't know why they're screaming is because the slide pictures a clown. Because only clowns come up with these crack ships. Um and you clown your heart out for these ships that aren't actually happening at the point in time you're clowning about them. So crack ships, non-canon ships are an honored queer tradition dating back to the days of yore when Crack ships were the only queer ships we had um, that were built on subtext and a dream because things like the Hayes Codes existed, which means you couldn't have queer characters unless they were being portrayed as villains or you couldn't have queer relationships. All you had was subtext. Go watch Xena if you don't know what I'm talking yeah, about. Like, sure. that's all you're allowed to have. So like crack ships at one point in time or dream ships were like literally all we were allowed to have. So it's a time honored tradition I think they're fun. So let's get into it. We'll start with one I know you you both love, which is this one. Yeah. Chloe and Becca but from Chloe. Pitch Perfect. The minute that Chloe steps into Becca's shower, it's there's no seriously. other way that they can't be queer. There's no heterosexual explanation. They came <laughs> to the freaking precipice of just the the oh the queer murder. Yeah, they definitely did that in the third season. Because uh, there is a take the where they movie? kissed, but they yes, didn't. there is, third and then movie. they they didn't yeah. put it in. The anyway, moving on. Um, yeah. So this this movie and this movies three movies. Well, I'm saying that this movie sent me on a journey because uh although this was the original ship that i got into from this i didn't end up with them as my pitch perfect otp yeah so i if you if you ever find this okay good luck finding it there's fan fiction out there that i wrote with um chloe and aubrey you just gave caitlin a challenge (laughs) chloe and aubrey fan fiction is what i wrote all right so I wrote oh, both wait. ships. That that's that's the blonde, right? That's Anna Campbell's. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, yeah. That yeah. that's also plausible. That's a big one as well. Yes. So that was and and there's a very epic fan fiction that is a uh, Chloe, Becca, and Aubrey endgame. You know what? As long as it's queer, I'm good. It's very queer. All it takes is the glance and a shower together and a ship but is But seriously, gone. like the way that Chloe looked at Becca. Yeah, no, you can the friendly. whole time. The scenes that they put in just. Uh, the, and then they really played much. into it. And oh, they yeah. played into it hardcore. It was rude. At least give just, us the, the scene where they kiss as an outtake yeah, or something. As an out, like, come yeah. on now. Deleted scenes. The payoff. We never got it. It's rude. Damn it. 
they'll forever just be fan I think they me. were one of my first. I don't know if it was the first, though. I think Pretty Little Liars was first because I was obsessed with that show. But they were very close to the beginning. I just can't with the amount of what the fuck. <laughs> I didn't understand queer baiting at the time. I was just like, I want to see them happy. I will read fan fiction. <laughs> The way the way that she looks at Becca the entire movie, yes, yeah, is obviously gay as hell. Yeah, like uh, there's like Amy boob touching said, and stuff. Like yeah. it's it's not subtle. Also, that Amy should have said lesbianist when Chloe was talking. Exactly. To Becca. Thank <laughs> you. I love but, that fucking line. <laughs> uh, I'm still really upset about the fact that they gave back i'm just gonna say it jesse was a terrible look i just did not like him he was boring he was was. not in he was not at all i just didn't like him i didn't think he was good enough love interest for becca chloe was after the first season they kind of like sidelined him right because first movie it's not a season. Sorry. I'm so used to talking about TV. Uh, mm, yeah, pretty much. Like, they, he doesn't really show up, especially in the third one. He's not even, like... Yeah, because... Yeah, because they go... I forget what the seasons are. <laughs> when is... Isn't, like, Snoop Dogg in one of them? Which one is he in? It wasn't Snoop Dogg. It was... Um... <laughs> who these people are the when third is the one christmas is that the third one christmas the christmas song here yeah it's the third well they they go on a uso tour yeah and it's um what is his freaking name um the second one has the germans in it yeah that's when they go to the world championships. All I know is we get Haley Steinfeld. Oh, like. yeah. Haley. I was I so good Haley in the beginning. That was the I second was, one where you get her. The second one? She joined. And now I love her. I'm so glad she's in it. And then I they, hold on. I'm, I know that this is about ships, but like they did Haley so dirty in the third movie. They gave yes. her nothing. That's dumb on their part. Oh, it my gosh. Very dumb. Then I got pissed that they didn't give her anything. Anyway, that's it. That's that's all oh, I'll say. Nice but Chloe change. and Becca, yes, they belong together. They do. The end. All right, the end. So we'll move on to probably a ship that only I know. I Crack saw ship. that when I was researching. Have you seen Hannibal? No. Um, I okay. Not. So I, again, I'm not a horror person at all. The only reason I ended up here is because this is Hannibal and Will from the show Hannibal are the male version of Villanelle and Eve. And I heard this comparison multiple times. And then I was like, is it? Except Villanelle, and it is. Except here's the difference. Villanelle and Eve from Killing Eve are technically queer and into each other. But Hannibal and Will are the subtext version. But it's the same freaking plot. So if you like Killing Eve and you're like, feel a hole in your heart like I do for that kind of ship, go watch the show because... Not only is it the same kind of, you know, cop against mer- assassin kind of deal. It's basically the same fucking show. It's just with these two guys. And their subtext is crazy. And their chemistry is also crazy. Hamill will. Beautiful. Love it. Then go watch it's- Tom and Jerry. 
no. <laughs> then go leave again. Because like it's the same thing. It's just with these two guys and it's I'm just stressed now. All right. All right. So I'm gonna go move on to uh, a more recent ship because we've been talking about like ships in the past. This is something that just popped up a few days ago. So if you haven't been watching the Disney Plus show Ashoka, go watch it <laughs> because there's a ship of dreams that just appeared in episode four that just released. By the time you get this, we'll be a couple episodes past that in the show. It's doing weekly releases. But it's basically a show that follows Anakin Skywalker's former Padawan slash learner or whatever, um, Ashoka, who's a Jedi. And it's like post all the movies, all of them. And uh, the something LGBTQ, LGBT is happening with Ashoka's former Padawan Sabine and Shin, who's this like dark Jedi, not a Sith Lord, but a dark Jedi. And they're both like learners. And they did the thing that I love is they stared at each other while holding swords. And I was like, what is this? Um, and thus a ship was born. And so at this point, uh, spoiler, Shin has Sabine in custody. So they have to go on a trip together. So it's a good enemies to lovers thing. And I love it. And I'm sure there's fan fiction that I can't wait to go find <laughs> very soon because um, this just happened. Here, My I'm favorite here for thing it. after watching a show is going to the fan fiction. I'm like, I have to fin binge watch a show so I can get to the fan fiction so I can read what I want to happen. Right. <laughs> well, the possibilities. So this is my new Ship of Dreams. It just came to me the other day. I see the vision. Will Disney go there? Who the fuck knows? Doesn't matter. They stare at each other holding swords. And a ship was born. It's there for it's there for thee. It's there. I'm not the only one. I saw a Twitter post that was like, oh, the fan fiction that's about to start happening. And I was like, do this person understand? So check out Ahsoka. Uh, because these two, this is a top-tier crack ship if I ever saw one. All right. So we'll move on to a crack ship we actually created and started talking about on this podcast way back when which is from Motherland, which was Adil and Gregorio. And we <laughs> talked to them a lot because not only do they have insane chemistry with each other, um, they deserve better than like yes. the women that have been treating them like shit in the show. So I think they're better off together. That's so true. Standpoint. I wasn't part of these discussions, but <laughs> they would treat each other better. The ships, the... Ships between like cis men and women in this show needed to be broken up, and we need to redistribute. That's basically our our decision. So, yep. No, that these two, the Dylan Gregorio, they would do way better. I yep. think personally, agree. Personally, Love agree. Them. All right. Lastly, and certainly, but not least, <laughs> are we sure? Actually, it's not uh, lastly. Uh, so let's get into our probably one of our favorite <laughs> sapphic crack ships. That should have been a fucking ship, because what were the writers thinking? Should is... have been canon. <laughs> Riley and Abby from the happiest from Happy Season. They have like... more chemistry than Abby and Harper. Abby and Ever Harper been. were in an abusive relationship that we're supposed to find charming. And then Riley walks into the picture. It and makes way more sense yeah. for Abby. They get along so what? much better. They're supportive of each other. They're not what? hiding each other. No. Riley is immediately supportive of Abby, understanding, can like read her emotions and like 
they're hot together look at them like come on yeah, i mean come on now <laughs> they have this saying uh... what are you thinking clea bam <laughs> some words Love yeah, you, can we, can we have a, a discussion about how this should have been the ship? Like, if you had ended the movie after they met, I would have been like, okay, that's, I see it. I'm fine like, with this. The happy ending was in, when they were at Christmas drag, they dragged her or whatever. Yeah. It there. Like, that makes yeah, sense. That could have been the end of the movie. That was the end of the movie. Here comes Santa. So, <laughs> we've been forever about this. Like, I think the whole movie, we were just. What we were reacting to it, we were literally just ready. If you want them. to yep. hear more about our thoughts on this ship, just watch our reaction watch video. It's literally just about that. They make way more sense together, so mm-hmm. we won't beat the dead horse at the stake. Okay, now the last ship, which this will make Caitlin laugh, but I had to put it in here, which is. <laughs> <laughs> okay, which the crack ship from XLK <laughs> is the tree love ship. Which is the the cherry blossom tree and Kitty's mom? And this is the fucking photo. What is this photo? <laughs> Why did she keep this? So anyway, uh, if you haven't watched the show, the premise of the show is is based on like Kitty's mom passed away. She went to the school in Korea. Kitty's in America, and Kitty ends up going to the school to get a boy, but she's also under the guise of like my mom was there, and I can get closer to her. So she goes to her mother's photos that were like analog photos taken by a point and shoot camera that she kept as you can see in this photo if you're looking at this um it was kept covenantly in like a photo book of mom with whoever she was in love with at the time who's hidden by a tree so it just looks like mom is happy with this tree and it's the center point of who is this person but my question is why mom did you keep this fucking photo because it's a terrible photo like just retake the photo what is this so it started this whole tree lore that we went into in all of those episodes and the reaction videos and so we have merch too (laughs) we have merch tree love merch that came from this fucking photo and so this is a crack shift that we made merch out of so i had to include it it's a crack ship for obvious reasons (laughs) because we have to be on crack don't don't do drugs, children. <laughs> At least the ones that Dr. T and uh, Caitlin were on. <laughs> we were Can not I... on drugs. this. <laughs> Can we do an honorable mention crack shit? Yeah, do it. I just want to, because you wrote a fan fiction about them. Oh, um, we're gonna get to them. Oh, we're gonna. Why did we're I not gonna... see that? Is it... we are gonna move over into? Okay, so this ends the hour ships things we've talked about, things we wanted to enter, and we're going to gotcha. move into the ships that our lovely uh, listeners and friends have submitted. We're going to start with cannon ships and then do crack ships, and that's where the ship you're talking about is. Okay. So, well, I, didn't, I, didn't I have no idea what that. they're talking about. Because I rearranged our outline into a PowerPoint. Uh, so gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Okay, cool. Let's move to the ships that our, our friends and lovely listeners submitted. We're starting with the cannon ships. There are so many, it's very hard to see them all on this screen. So pick one and talk mm, about Caitlin it. and Vi, Caitlin and Vi. Go for it, Brie. Love Who are it. They? We're not familiar. Um, What's it if, from? All right. So if you have if you have ever seen, played a or whatnot, a video game League of Legends, there is a series using based on League of Legends 
uh, called Arcane, and it was on the Netflix or is on the Netflix. Yeah. Uh, we're getting a season two, and the main ship in that show is Caitlin and Vi. Vi being a kind of rebel type down on her luck. And then you have Caitlin, who is literally Eric, like the high, high falutin type and is a cop. So <laughs> nice. very opposites attract kind of situation. Enemies to lovers type deal, except enemies to gets one kiss Woo! type deal. And like I said, we're getting season two. So the development of that relationship throughout the series was very adorable and very well done. Very well paced. Um, and I love the scene where they reveal that Caitlin is queer when they're in a brothel and uh vi comes vi comes back and walks by and then sees caitlin very cozy with one of the one of the uh, women from the brothel and she's just like double takes it is like um excuse me she's the gay <laughs> well the gay. interesting <laughs> and that's where it starts and that's where it really starts for vi and of course they fall in love but there's the whole um, Vi's little sister becomes a villain, spoiler alert, and she's really just being taken advantage of by the main villain, but they have to basically get their relationship is affected by the relationship between Vi and her sister because she kind of has to choose in a way. So, but in the end, it's not a bad ending for season one. And season two, hopefully, there'll be more adorableness to come. All right. So we have that to look forward to. I'm going to jump to Kitten Jade. This was the number one submitted ship by all of our listeners. So they're from the show Willow that was on Disney Plus, ran for a season, then was canceled and removed from the platform because homophobia. Uh, they are basically in this like fantasy world and they're knights together. They're like childhood friends and then kind of end up on opposite sides ish in a bat in like this world kid is like the princess of one side jade is ends up realizing her lineage as like a leader of like a rebel group kind of thing but in the end they're like bound basically in such a way that like they're together so it's like women with swords number one i get it number one women with swords I mean, that's really, that's where it is. <laughs> and like, they kiss, there's an I love you. And so it's, it's very sweet and um, everybody loves them. And it was an untimely demise thanks to uh, corporate greed that kind of ended that. So very unfortunate. And we did promise to cover this at some point. We will get there at some point. I promise. I know some of you guys are waiting for that. But yeah, they're super cute. And thank you for submitting them a lot. That show, they deserved better. So it would be we feel that loss caitlin Are we're just we gonna go around robin about all of them on the screen yeah pick up yeah okay. pick, pick and right. go so i will do cali in arizona next i knew you were gonna do cali in arizona well just because i know their entire story i know since <laughs> i've just watched it all we'll all just right keep it brief yeah no no i'm trying to we're we got lots to go to get through here we don't want this to go on forever okay so cali in arizona from gray's anatomy that both are surgeons. We've seen Arizona. No, 
Cali's Cali's journey more than Arizona. But basically, uh, Arizona comes in as a pediatric surgeon, I believe. And eventually, they Callie and Arizona get together. And everything is fine and dandy. And even when Callie gets pregnant with another dude's baby, Arizona's like, okay, oh, parent, even though she didn't want children. See, like, that's the way to do it. Like, I mean, the they're like, yeah. and uh, super girl. But they broke up for that long period of time where I was like, excuse me. Yeah, I mean, that wasn't great. But then it went down even more. Once the plane crash happened, spoiler alert. um, (laughs) The plane crash anatomy. It all went downhill after that plane crash. (laughs) Because the plane crash, it changed Arizona's personality. Like 180 for a while. And I mean, I get that she's adjusting to a lot of different things. But it just crashed their relationship. And from there, they like... I don't know if they were they married at the time. At which time? Yeah, they okay, they did get married because they got married when Sophia was like a newborn. Um, so they ended up after the car the plane crash, um, dealing with all of that, they move into another house and they, they're just like not working out. They end up splitting, living in the same house though, and eventually Callie ends up dating i believe the doctor who killed one of the main doctors not intentionally but why is a show like this yes and this is like a very very light version of it okay so they end up moving to new york because of the other doctor's job i believe and so arizona is left there and she's still in the show while callie is written out which i'm not over um and then eventually Arizona goes out there to be in New York to be with Callie. Oh my God, I keep, it's okay. I know what's happening because you have Callie on Arizona and Arizona on Callie. So it's confusing the shit out of my brain. It's okay. I'm okay. sorry. That's what's going on though. Just so you know. So yeah, they've had a rocky journey. I didn't really like how they ended up and we never see them again. So are they technically together in the end? I think, well, they're at least co-parenting out there because, okay, so Sophia was really struggling. Sophia wanted to come back and live with Arizona. So she came back to Washington. Yeah. Yes, Seattle. And, but after like one year, like even a few months, she was like struggling there. So Arizona's like, the only thing, like we need to take her back to New York and I'll just go with her. So I forget if they're actually together, but I know- they're in the same place. Right. It sounds yeah. like they so left think, off. They're in each other's yeah. lives kind of thing. Okay. Um, Nicole and Waverly. Way hot. Yes. Way Best hot. Best Shipney. I love that. Yeah. Oh, freaking. Okay. Uh-huh. I love them so much. Winona Earp. I love the show overall and yes. love the ship. This is yes. like, gosh, this is an epic ship, honestly. Yes especially the within jump. the community from the jump there i mean from the when the oh she walks into that bar and is all oh, sexy so as hot. hell <laughs> yes it is um and of course they the circumstances by which uh that shirt gets wet <laughs> we have to <laughs> oh think. my god so contrived but whatever i'll take yes. it that's the the point was it is contrived and we love it Yes, we do. They have a very long and epic relationship spanning all the seasons. Yes. Yes, all the 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 seasons. seasons. The all the seasons is 
and they are just i never stopped loving what they did with those two me too they put a bulletproof vest on nicole yes Yes, they did they made a statement about bury your gaze and great job emily andrus i love her emily yes so hydrate for emily we love you girl yes bulletproof vest Yes, and and that was during slash right after the Klexa shit, which mm-hmm. I will jump to next because yeah, Emily's like, yeah, we're not killing the lesbian in this show, exactly. just so you know. <laughs> Even yes. though she's a cop, <laughs> which yeah, I love them. They're very sweet and wholesome, and they have a good relationship where like they just support each other, and it's beautiful. Exactly, love them. Have read so much fan fiction about them. Mm-hmm. Just love them. All right, so as promised, I will move over to. I, another Titanic ship, the ship of dreams, the Titanic, Lex and Clark, because Damn. that ship, that was a ship of dreams. And a partially, and there was fucking conventions made because of the way Alexa was done so fucking dirty in that damn show. I, I stopped watching after they killed her in, yep. a, in a obvious and pointless barrier gaze fashion. But if you're not familiar and you stayed away from The 100, Caitlin, even though the name of the fucking show is The 100, and you don't pronounce 100, you pronounce it 100, whatever. I'm sorry, that's not the name of the show. That's how you read what's written. That's not what they say. But how do you read that number? 100, how do you read that? I'm going off the proper way to say it, Theora. No, I know. But if you're reading it, it's a number. It doesn't matter. So Clark, basically the premise of the show, the reason why there's a number, 100 people essentially are sent down from the space colony to try and re-inhabit the Earth, and they're all children because this is a YA story. And Clark is on the ship with the gang of refugees or whatever. And they end up on Earth because a nuclear explosion happened. It's hundreds of years later, and they're like, can we live? I don't know. So let's send these kids. So the kids get there and try to like Lord of the Flies this situation where they're trying to like figure out how to live here. Meanwhile, um, people have been there the whole fucking time and the people are led by Lexa who's in charge of everything. And so Clark and Lexa uh, uh, like leaders of their people um, end up in this political scheme with each other and they end up falling in love is like the main point. But and it's epic and Lexa's devotion to Clark is beautiful Clark's devotion to Lexa the entire show even after she's killed like that was her like her OTP mm-hmm. in the end because they were really fucked up with killing her which was really stupid um their relationship is so beautiful and stupid I forget how great it is and then I'll go back and just exactly. watch compilation videos of them and I'm like that's why I hurt so bad um for me the reason I loved them so much as a ship was because it was like the first time I ever saw like like a, a sapphic couple or a queer couple really where they were both like on e- they were both on equal footing. Like mm-hmm. there was really no power imbalance between the two of them. They were both leaders in their own right, respected in their own right. And like I loved that about them. They were just both really strong women who independently kind of like they found they found that kinship in each other because because of like you know they were both leaders and like had a lot of responsibility and other people's lives weighing on them and were in these impossible situations and they still found a way to like love each other despite all of that stuff um 
So I just really loved their relationship. It was so beautiful. And the killing of Lexa was so fucking stupid. I... I'll never I'll never be over it. I understand the I was there with the outrage. It was fucking stupid. I remember watching it and just laughing and being like, Is, are you serious right now? This can't be real. This can't be real. And it was real. And it was fucking stupid. I didn't go to work the next day. I was so like, just fuck. I was what so fuck? depressed yeah. after that. And not, uh, I, for me, I have, Clark is the exact kind of character that I fall in love with instantly that person that everyone that is like oh wait everybody's just all of a sudden like following me because i am the apparently didn't even know it but i'm the leader and is just yeah. so uh stoic and but emotional when needed and just the way that those two related to one another because and, and, oh god the the line that they have when they finally do get together is like maybe when your people and my people no longer need us we can have what we want which is each yeah. other motherfucker yeah. <laughs> rottenberg okay yeah that line but what kills me is before that that whole bedroom scene is when they couldn't even let them have this. Is when Alexa is literally about to be like, because I love you. And she's yep. like, because you're you. Yep. Like that killed me. Like that is the best way to say I love you ever. Cause it's like, it's Alexa admitting that like, I love you for exactly who you are. I'm not trying to change you, which is what everybody else is trying to do to Clark. Yep. And like all that stuff. She's like, I just love exactly who you are. And like, they couldn't even let her fucking say it, man. After nope. they were knew they were going to kill her off. And it's the fucking bullshit. It's the same, okay, it's the same recipe as the Tara Willow shit because they literally finally just get together. They finally do the thing. Three minutes later, they stray bullet kills Lexa. Same thing happened to Tara. Three minutes later, they're all happy. Stray bullet kills her. It's the same fucking recipe and it pissed me the fuck off. But yeah, I was like, yeah. I've seen this film before and I didn't like the ending then and I fucking hate it now. So it was tragic and we hate it. But they are a Titanic ship for me because they will live on in infamy. That sh it was a once in a lifetime ship. And at the ship of dreams, that's what we all wanted and we're looking for. And it was fucking sunk by a goddamn iceberg. We I'm sorry. That. The show didn't, for me, the show didn't exist after they did that. Nope. Did not at all. Even when it's fucking Lexa comes back in the, yeah. the city of light or whatever. I'm did like, I watch still it? Still not yes. Lexa. Did I watch Do those I accept scenes? it? Absolutely. No. no. Fuck that. Exactly. Season four was my favorite season. No. 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 I didn't watch it beyond that. I watched the City of Light scenes, and that was the end of it. But the thing is, remember, I'm not watching any of this live. So I the was whole show was problematic, to be honest. And... Sure was. But I have a crack ship for that show. What is um, it? that I've just forgot, but now I remember. Octavia and Raven. I knew you were gonna say that. I knew Oh, it. that's a good one. Yep. I I'm more for Raven and Clark's mom. I'm here for that ship. Oh yeah, actually <laughs> I, I love yes. that ship. Oh my god, that one that too. Was that ship. Oh, Ooh. that one was good. I did like Octavia and Lincoln. They were a cute ship. I liked them. He was done dirty. But they did him so dirty. That was they just, did like, him troubling. So like, yes. That was another problematic thing that they did. Oh my god. Oh my but god. yeah, Raven and her mom. I, <laughs> yeah. 
Raven and Octavia, Raven and Clark's mom. I'm yep. here for that. Raven had chemistry with everyone. Yeah, Raven. Was... She's like the tally craven of the show. Yeah. Like, yeah. Oh my know? gosh. Oh yeah. Um, I forgot about the <laughs> Clark's mom thing. Like, yeah, I ship that one too. I ship them hard. I have to say, I only know one more of these ships. Oh, so. I actually have another one, unless it's the one you're thinking. Go, go, go. No, I mean, I only know. I'm saying oh, of the oh. ships left on the slide. Oh, I have one more. more Go ahead. Uh, and it's basically based off of a, actually not. Is that, it's um Raven and Anya. Oh, oh yeah, that is one yeah. as well. Yeah. That's a good one. I loved Anya. I love that actress. The actress that plays Anya. She's great. But those two, yes, please. Yeah. Raven with everybody. Yeah, Raven with everybody. <laughs> it's like Callie. <laughs> Yeah, it's like Kelly. with everybody. All right, Brie, um, pick your next ship. Unless you're oh, got something. Wait, hold on. Let me let me pick one of these first. Yeah, you go. Um, go. So I'll do Lena and Steph next, unless that's the one you know. No, the one I know is Root and Shaw. I figured. Okay. Yeah, go. All right, I so can I'll do, finish it. Go. I'll do Lena and Steph since I think I'm the only one who really knows it. Yes. Um, so Lena and Steph are from the Fosters. Uh, Lena is, I believe, a caseworker in the beginning, but becomes a principal at the high school. Steph is a cop. Um, they are wives, I think, from the very beginning. Oh, and so then do. they renew their vows in vows, vows in the middle of the show. But they are foster parents. They adopted two kids. And then they bring in, they have, Steph has one kid from another marriage she was married to a guy and then they have new foster kids that they didn't really want but they kind of got forced to have and so basically it's just them being very domestic the whole time dealing with normal life and this was basically one of the first representations i saw because again this was around the same time as pretty little liars so I just saw like two women married together and just living their life with a family and just I don't I don't think I understood at the time how important it was for me to see that even though it didn't register that much but it was so normal in their life and it was never a big yeah. thing for them yeah it was great yeah i remember the premise when this first came out like yeah that the whole premise was a very big deal like you're saying and it's important to see like again your relationships and all the facets including just married and navigating life yeah all right brie do you want to go to shoot yep uh so shoot haha <laughs> did i okay i want to be completely 100 percent with with everyone did uh, I basically skipped everything in person of interest except for their story because Dang. was <laughs> not <too>. interested. <laughs> I thought interested. My wife started watching the show and I was like, "What's this?" Yes, exactly. Amy what happened to me? Sarah I was like, Shahi. "I'll watch it because it has Amy Acker and, and Zara Shahi." So start watching the show, and then uh, after a while, I'm like bored of the show but want more of them. Yeah. So. Uh, anyway, their storyline is also one of those tragic epic type things Yeah, where you can tell that they should be together, but they just keep not being together for reasons. You know, good reasons, but still reasons that I don't agree with. And in the end, there's a whole, there's a whole, like the scene where she's basically in a simulation and 
Yeah, the happy episode. The happy episode. Yeah. Where Shaw's in a simulation, basically, and there she's like about to kill herself, and then Root's like, listen, bitch. <laughs> don't be doing that and then she's like well if that's the case it's just a really good scene just go don't like you don't have to watch person of interest just go look up the compilation of their scene watch that all right sounds great just go watch that it's great and i will say the thing so root and shaw are like enemies to lovers yes enemies to lovers Um, what makes them beautiful and wonderful and amazing is that it wasn't planned Mm-hmm. they were written into the show because the actors had such great chemistry the writers yep. were like let's explore this and boom an epic beautiful organic ship was born exactly into canon because they had the balls or the ovaries or whatever to actually explore these actors that had crazy chemistry and i fucking they're they're epic another titanic ship they were fucking epic and i just love them they're they've got all the things they've got they're playful and they're you know Oh, I love them. The sarcasm, the really. playfulness, the yes, badassery, women that can kick ass. Looking everything. Oh, oh, I love, love shoot. Them. So much fan fiction I've read about them. They're so fun. Um, I will knock out the last two, starting with Taisa and Van <laughs> from Yellow Jackets. <laughs> You're like, you take too long to I- I'm just going to go real quick. So we will get into the Yellow Jackets at some point when the strike is over. I very much promise. But basically, promise of the show is that the soccer team gets stranded due to a plane crash in the woods and Taisa and Van are on the team and are dating before the plane crash so like they're not out but they're together and things happen when they're young and we don't know the full story yet but I anticipate at some point they break up and then when they're older kind of get reunited when things start happening but they're really cute and really supportive um, of each other as kids through this crazy tragic event even though Van shouldn't be alive, but that's another story. Yeah, I mean, none of them should be alive. But Van um, is played by, uh, what's the actor's name? Liv? Liv, who uh, is non I believe. Who's a non-binary actor uh, who's fucking awesome. I love everything uh, that they're in. Um, and they have great chemistry together. So thank you for suggesting this ship and telling me the ship name. I never heard their, <laughs> yeah. I never heard their ship name before. Tyvin. Um, Ivan, they're cute in adult and children, childlike form. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the last ship is one of my all-time favorites, and that's Greta and Carson from Ali of Their Own, played by uh, Abby Jacobson and Darcy Carden, who are like best friends in real life. And you can tell that they have really they have a lot of trust in each other as actors. Um, and they're basically the central ship intentionally in the league of their own show we have greta who's like the femme fatale who's like conforming hardcore to femininity and what it means to be a woman in the 1940s to hide the fact that she's queer as fuck and then you have carson who uh finds out that she's queer along this journey when she meets greta and gay panics and questions everything in her life and they're just fun because they go through all the state uh, at least carson goes through the stage of just figuring her stuff out Mm-hmm. They're very supportive of each other for not just this, but because they have a, they're playing baseball together. And there's other reasons that they're banding together, but the chemistry is just great. Like these two are great friends, like the actors in real life, and it shows. And I don't want them to be a Titanic ship because they fucking canceled the goddamn show when they're like, will they, won't they situation. But what we have of them is really beautiful. There's many scenes of just them being in love and cute and living their life and i love that about them and 
all the queers in that show are all you can fill up an entire slide with just that show but we're gonna highlight just them i do love them <laughs> they're great continue writing fan fiction people yeah keep writing fan fiction to keep us all alive um and Not speaking everyone of, we've talked about speaking mm -hmm. of uh, fan fiction let's move over to the ships that only live in fan fiction which is the crack ships crack ships from our viewers uh who wants to go first um okay Me. you go first <laughs> guess who i'm gonna pick Calder. yeah <laughs> is that okay of course okay, go cool. so tally and sarah from motherland fort salem the ship that was just obvious because look at the way they look at each other the so, cam history can we explain this scene for people who may not understand what they're looking at? Okay. So Tally has a dream. And in the dream, we get sexy as fuck Sarah Alder in Tally's hair down. dream. It's like the first time we've seen her hair down. Correct. Slinging whiskey. Being hot as fuck. And then she's caressing Tally's face and they're inches apart from each other. This is Tally's dream. So she's conjuring all this image of sarah acting like this which says a lot about tally and so from the scene a ship was born because girl what you dream about the photo mm -hmm. on the screen is of alder having her hand on tally's Lesson. cheek okay this isn't photoshopped this no. is an actual photo this is the scene from tally's dream there's no heterosexual explanation for the way this dream went down and this tally grieving Another scene is when Tally's looking in the mirror and it's like literally has her hand on her boobs and just Sarah just walks in like everything where it should oh, yeah. be. <laughs> oh yeah, that was a thing that happened. So I'm here for the ship. I'm here for Tally with fan everybody. fiction from that scene. <laughs> there is so much fan fiction. And for good reason. Look at them. They're great. Age gap. I'm here for age gaps yeah. that are not teachers. Power dynamics. Because Sarah lets Tally. So Alder, but Sarah, um, let's tally get away with this is so much shit. The way that she talks to her should never be allowed. But here we are. There's so great. Here we are. Free. Yelena and Kate. Listen. We can eliminate. This is one of those other ones where I didn't need to watch the rest of the show. I just, I came for Yelena and I stayed for both of them uh, just because I, I love the character and I love the, the actor and then these two together. What the, what it just, you see them on screen and it, just watch their scenes, watch their okay. scenes. It's bananas. It's, it's Marvel. We've got a Haw black widow. It's Hawkeye. Yeah. it's Hawkeye. So you've got, you've got Kate Bishop who is kind of like the un not understudy what am i trying to say the student uh, shall we say of hawkeye the the next archer of, the next prodigy of marvel goodness and then you have you know one of the black widows which was um you, uh, come on natasha's sister yelena who is i mean if you didn't see black widow that whole movie is worth watching just for her scenes, but the whole yeah. thing I enjoyed very much. But these two have the humor, the physical, the physical comedy. Like I didn't expect that to be such 
a delightful aspect of their scenes together. And the chemistry is just insane. So 10 out of 10, love them. I am not a huge Marvel fan, but I am someone who saw the gif of them staring at each other on a roof. And I was like, how do I watch whatever this is? Mm -hmm. And went and watched the whole show because these two were staring at each other on a roof with weapons. Here we are. It was my favorite Marvel show. I just like Haley in general killed it. And like those two together were great. But Haley, oh, I love her. And yes, I have written fan fiction about them. It's probably one of the wonderful fan fiction. I'm most proud of is the two of them. Um, Mostly because I want to see these actors play love interests because Thank they're really you. good together. Please. Kate also asks her out for drinks in the middle of the show, like when they're fighting. So like mm-hmm. the date must been proposed. But there are some people out there who argue against shipping them because there's an argument that Yelena is like an ace character in like the comic canon, which I don't know how like... I don't know if that's really been confirmed. I think it has been maybe confirmed or mentioned as a possibility by some of the writers of the comic books. So I get that. For me, it's more about I like these actors. <laughs> yeah, it's um, the actors. And I think they're compelling characters because it's like enemies to lovers kind of thing at the crack ship. And uh, they have things in each other that co- are complementary to one another. So I love that about them. Uh, I will pick I'll just go over the two Stranger Things ships that are on here. Thank you for submitting them. So there's Robin and Nancy and Steve and Eddie. And basically in the very last season of Stranger Things that came out, this is new members of like the kid gang. Basically, Robin is actually like a lesbian canonically in the show. Nancy's been there the whole time. Steve's been there the whole time. And Eddie is like a new character for the last season. Just go watch them. Both of these people have crazy chemistry with each other and their actual love interests. I'm here for them. Let's make it queer because it's, it reads as such. Just look at the look at them staring at each other. But they're fun. I like them. They're like the parents of the group. And so like, let the dads be dads. Let the moms be moms. That's all I'm saying. Um, Bree, do you know both of these other shows or only one? Or There's either. three more. There's three yeah. more. Oh shit! I know, well, I, the one I I know Kara and Lena, and I I know Jess and Lupe, but I don't know okay. the backstory of the crack ship. All right, so I will do Wednesday and Enid then. Oh, I know them too, but oh okay. Yeah. Um, I just wanted to figure out which one I should do. Yeah, yeah. Whichever. Take your pick. Um, okay, so. Wednesday and Enid. Oh, I love this ship. To lovers that not actually, but like in our heads. In yes. our heads, yes. Um. So Wednesday gets sent to. Is it a boarding school? It's boarding yeah, school, right? sure. Yeah, yeah. It is. It is. And she's given this very peppy roommate who's it's completely a- opposite of her. And they go through this whole thing. They become closer. Enid gets Wednesday's personality out of her more. Gets her to, like, basically willingly stay at the school. And they're going to end up together one day. I agree. There is another season. I don't know when that's going to happen, but... There is. hug. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, Wednesday showed the most amount of affection for Enid out of everybody. Exactly. The love interest she had. Even the love interest. Oh, I forgot there was a love interest. There's a love interest. But personally, like, I like them together. But also at the same time from, like, like, Wednesday Adams 
was never romantically involved or mm-hmm. had any inclinations of romance ever in the work that precedes this. So like she's often read as like an asexual character. So like in a way I kind of like wish they would have stuck with that. Yeah. Well maybe but... they still will. May- yeah, they they could, yeah. but now that Netflix is like this is the new Stranger Things, we have to keep heads watching. I don't think they will They're not even going though like to. Even though that's why they had a male love interest immediately. Mm-hmm. It's like Wednesday is not a romantic character. Like she very much reads as an asexual character. So like that kind of made me mad that they did that. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, if you're going to do it, make her queer at least. And like give her. I mean, Jenna Ortega's for it. Uh, who wouldn't be? But yeah. So, so yeah, I like... say don't give Wednesday a love interest. And yeah. if you do, it should be Enid. End of story. All right, so let's move on. I'll do Jess and Lupe from A League of Their Own. Um, is it a crack ship? I don't know. I'm here <laughs> for the two of them because they're hermanos. They're the best. You have mask presenting lesbians slash Jess. I don't know. You can always read Jess as like a non, non-binary kind of character, mm-hmm. um, which is even better. And I want them to uh, co-parent Esty because they basically do anyway in the they show. They should, yeah. And that's where the ship came from. It's they're co-parenting Esty, and it's just they're a happy little, cute little family. So I'm here for Jess Lupe. I'm a big fan of that ship. I also just individually love each of those characters for me. And I would if they can't have if I can't have them, let them have each other and co-parent Esty. That's all you, I'm saying. You did that reminded me of the storyline because I kind of drifted to the back of my mind but yes now i remember yes they did right. so let's let's bring it um, home with supercorp oh geez here we go the, the crack ship of crack ships the crack ship of crack ships it's like stands above the rest <laughs> oh is the queen God. of crack ships talk Their about being baited <laughs> for how many years <laughs> i didn't i never saw it what? maybe i'm blind I, I mean i just don't ship them so maybe i just chose like not to see it Oh my god. Yeah, no. I I I I see the vision. Um I see it. I get it. Kara is way too they're way too Kara's very like that with a lot of people though. Not I mean, maybe not to that extent. Lena isn't though. Lena isn't, yeah. So it's weird that she's always and like is more her gravitating. Yeah. Yeah, so that's where it is. Like they're constantly in each other's orbit, orbit. even though they shouldn't be. So it's got like exactly. enemies to lovers. Did we mention this is from Supergirl yet? Car and Lena from Supergirl. Supergirl. <laughs> I love their fan fiction too. I said Supergirl, so okay. Um, anyway. Supergirl and listen, yeah, so- <laughs> Lena Luther. Oh, let's Luther. let's just let's just also they're just beautiful people. There's that too. And they're beautiful together. So right. I was a, I was for it, but the show turned me off after a while. So <laughs> yeah, me too. <laughs> me too. I got once the Manel shit started happening, mm. I couldn't with the show exactly because they destroyed Supergirl at the expense of this man. And I was like, exactly. I can't keep this. Thank especially you. When, especially when you start the show with oh my god, who who runs Cat? cat who runs cat court yeah, or whatever yes you can't start with her who's like she should be in a ship because mm-hmm. like damn you can't start with that woman have her leave and then give us a man as a replacement i don't think so Monella's there's so also a ship up. with her and carl cat and carl. yeah there was okay. um I get but it. I mono let's say uh he oh. doesn't exist for me so yeah no that was terrible 
I can do I can do super corp. I'm here for it. I'm here for it. Love it. All Make right. it gay. Make things gayer. I mean, all right, I'm so- all for it being gay. I'm just like, it's not one of my favorites. Yeah, so. no, totally nope, fair. fair. Totally fair. Uh, all right, cool. So to conclude this, uh, we just want to say thank you to all the fans. And uh, thank, thank you also for giving us, if your ship wasn't mentioned, it's because uh, their ships we're not familiar with enough to talk about. So we were given many, many ships, and uh, now we have new ships. No, I know Hope and Josie. I shipped them for hardcore. I hardcore watch (laughs) legacies for them. Someone didn't tell us that soon enough. Yes. I'm sorry. I guess you want to tell us. Josie, listen, this was tragic that they did not just follow through with this because it was so obvious and so so there that oh my god they like even have that scene where Josie talks about how she had a crush on hope when they were kids and then they're like oh really and then they just fucking didn't do anything with it that is some bullshit I understand why everybody's mad gave Josie a dumb love interest and (sighs) Josie's first love interest was was okay i liked her and she left for a good reason she was like listen you are like not in the place where we can do this and i am in a place where i would need you to actually commit so ttfn so at least they ended that one well but they screwed hosey over just saying the end (sighs) very sad very Um, sad obviously there's like way too many ships to actually i'm sure we miss so many because we can't talk about all of them i mean there's even more in uh the show that i went off about in the next last episode (laughs) but anyway there's also just one more i promise not much uh Grey's Anatomy, season 19, Yasuda and Helm, they finally got together and I'm so happy. That's it. Go watch it. <laughs> oh, yeah. And watch the the non-binary uh, character. I love the non-binary character. I watched the scenes with them in it. Mm. Oh, yeah. For those two as well. Those two. I loved that. Anyway, go on. Next. But yeah, there are many, many ships we can talk about. So I want to thank you guys for submitting these ships, excluding Hosey that Bree's familiar with. So stay <laughs> Sam and Mon from Gap the Series. We will be covering Gap the Series, we promise. So we are going to get to know this ship. Um, Ellie and Dina from The Last of Us. I anticipate this ship will show up in the next season Mm -hmm. of the actual television show. So we will absolutely 100% talk about this ship when it happens on the screen. Um, But if you're into the ship or want to know more about it, please come to our Discord because a friend of ours wrote a, a literal essay about them that's beautiful and amazing. So go read it. And uh, Blake and Yang from RWBY, which I wasn't familiar with. So thank you for introducing us to new ships that we can start shipping because there's a lot of them and we could never talk about all of them like Caitlin said, but we did our very, very best to at least give an intro or an explanation about ships, our favorite ones, your favorite ones, and everything in between. So before we sign out for today, it is time to hydrate for Lesbian Jesus. So how much would you hydrate for ships? A thousand! Woohoo! All the water in the ocean. Uh, yes, the wa- all the water on Earth in general, because they have kept me alive. So may your ship stay afloat with this hydration for lesbian Jesus.
Woohoo! <laughs> I've got my my ship on. I've got a ship on my water bottle. Got a ship on your ship. So thank you, everybody. I hope you learned something. I hope you had fun. Um, like Caitlin said, we absolutely missed ships because we can. Yes. There's no not enough time to do this. So if we missed one, um, or you come in the Discord and talk to us about it. Yes, come in the Discord, talk to us, hit us up on social media. We appreciate you for everybody that participated with their ships or thank you. what they love what they love about ships. Yes, thank you, thank you, thank you. This podcast, this episode wouldn't be possible without you. So thank you, everybody. Um, so keep on shipping, and until next time. Hydrate for lesbian Jesus. And gay it up all over the place. Bye. Bye. And with that, we've been Big Gay Energy. If you like this episode, check out all our other episodes on whatever you're using to listen right now. If you're listening on Apple, we'd really appreciate it if you left us a review, no matter how brief. It helps us get into Apple's algorithm to reach a wider audience. Please feel free to reach out to us. We would love to hear from you about everything and anything. You can find us on all the social medias at Big Gay Energy Pod. Or email us at BigGayEnergyPod at gmail.com. If you'd like to make friends with other queer media-loving people, reach out to us to join our Discord server. If you'd like to support us, check out our merch store or join our Patreon for early access to episodes, exclusive content, and so much more. Until next time, stay safe and hydrate for Lesbian Jesus.